Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. Thank you for joining me. I'm just getting all situated. Cool. All right, we're off. Dude, this thing is an adjustment. I went from driving a, an Italian sports car to a diesel rig. This truck is sweet, man. I think my wife's Denali. I got my wife a Yukon Denali. I think that's nicer. Like, that Yukon Denali floats like a Rolls Royce, dude. It's crazy how nice that car is. And all the features, like, you can raise and lower the suspension. But this truck is sweet. I, I was sad giving up the Maserati yesterday. Um, I've had her for, man, I had her for five years. Um, we went through some ups and downs together like any woman. Um, and uh, she was fickle sometimes. You know, the rim, I just went through so many tires on that car because I like the big rims. It just it completely changes. Like, if you're going to get a Maserati, you got to put rims on it. You know what I mean? Like, in my opinion, changes the whole profile of the car. And uh, it's weird. My, my phone did. Okay, I got to make sure this isn't connecting to the Bluetooth because the sound quality is weird. Um, I'm still waiting on my headphones from Amazon. I got like Bluetooth microphones from Amazon and I still haven't gotten them yet. My media girl, Michelle's gonna kick my ass. Oh. But yeah, we went yesterday, we picked the cars up, and then I went and uh, I ordered a lower, two lowers from Palmetto Arms. Keep your eye on Pal Palmetto Arms. I think every Sunday they do some kind of a deal. I got two lowers for like 270 bucks total, like total between, they were like 135 a piece or something like that. So I got two lowers and then I got a, a gun truck or a truck gun, which is a, I got a 45 to keep in the glove box. So I'll carry a 45 ACP with me. I don't remember the the make. Uh, I, I got a screaming deal on it. It was like, it was used. It was like 500 bucks. I'm like, perfect. If it fires and it fires a 45 ACP. It only holds eight rounds. That's all I need in the truck. Plus, I always have my Glock with me, too. I'll probably put a shotgun in here or something or a small AR. You know what would be cool is to get, like, a... Uh, what what could I get that's, like, a Draco or something in here? That'd be great. <laughs> you know? Just to have a Draco in the truck. <laughs> cruising around, Maine. But uh, now I just blend in. Now I just blend in. You know, if I were to drive this truck anywhere else, I'd probably stand out a little bit. Dude, everybody in Maine. Now, because when you get something, you just notice everybody else. Like if you're shopping for mattresses, every commercial you see is a mattress commercial. So I bought a truck. And I'm like, dude, everybody around here has these big souped up diesel trucks. Because it's Maine. Um, but uh, I'm just excited to be able to drive in the snow. It's got, a, it's got the... Uh, what do you call it? Duramax and it, it's 6.6 .6 liter, 10 speed, I think. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a cool truck. But like I said, I almost, I drove my wife's Yukon Denali last, the Denali, I don't know what you want to call it, the, the, the SUV last night, uh, we, I took her and Ada to a Mexican restaurant to get some food. That, I mean, like I said, that thing just floats. That thing just floats. I'd like to put some black wheels on that. 
this thing I might put a lift in it I might do like a four inch lift with 37s I mean that would make this thing just an absolute machine but I gotta get used to driving this like you gotta take wide turns and I mean, it's a big truck man it's not it's not small and I'm like three feet higher than everybody else on the road but uh, I, I've held off on vehicles and you guys know I've talked about this a lot I've held off on vehicles for five years you know we leased my wife's um, I bought the Maz Cash years ago, five years ago, and I just, uh, it was time. It was time. Um, so, anyways, for today, um, I did have a topic I wanted to cover with you guys. There's that girl running, swinging her legs out to the side. It's so weird. It's got to be, it can't be good for your hips. Well, maybe something's wrong with her hips, and that's why she has to do it. Who am I to judge? I barely run. I need to work on my mobility. So I got a hold of a guy, his name's, his name's Miles. Uh, he's gonna train me, Muay Thai. So I'm gonna start doing more Muay Thai, more Muay Thai, like one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, so he's gonna train me hopefully twice a week uh, and I'm gonna improve my striking, which if I loosen my hips up with kicks and stuff, like, I, I dude, it's game over, man. It's game over. I know it's gonna improve everything for me, you know? It's gonna improve everything for me. Dude, this thing is so big. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez, man. Swinging this big old ass around. Hold on, everybody. I'll be back. Alrighty. That was only a split fraction of a second for you. That was uh, quite some time for me. <laughs> they were having some issues in there with their uh, POS system. And the lady in front of me, boy, was she... Uh, she was not a happy camper. Not a happy camper at all. So she kind of got still. I tried to pay for her because it looked like she was in a hurry and she was using an APT card and she wouldn't even look at me. She wouldn't get out of my way. I'm like, all right, <laughs> okay. <laughs> dude, people are uh, people are mean, dude. People are really mean. You know, people think I'm mean. You know, I'm not mean. <laughs> people are mean. Somebody on the internet yesterday said I was square. <laughs> if you follow my Instagram, some dude, uh, I, I, I did a reel about not taking advice from people you wouldn't trade places with. And he's like, your physique isn't even that good, man. You're square. You're not that lean. You're probably on DECA. Saying I'm taking steroids. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, you should take your own advice. <laughs> and uh, this guy's name was Dick Guzzler. Yes, I'm just, I'm sorry, that, that was his screen name. I'm like, <laughs> I'm all right, all right. So I tagged him and said, well, some, some faggot online told me that I'm square and gay. Oh, he called me a homo. Said I'm a gay square. He said I was an insurance salesman, which isn't true. <laughs> just, people are mean. Here's the thing. Uh, they, you know, there was a, a news article on Facebook about a, a, a yacht. So the owner of DreamWorks um, has, I think, the third or fourth biggest yacht in the world, and it was in Portland yesterday. It was in the harbor. Kind of cool, you know? Mega yacht. You don't see one of those very often. I mean, the third largest in the world. So this dude's mega yacht was in uh, Portland yesterday, and just the comments are just so negative. And you realize it's like that about anything. You know, these people just, peasants hate rich people. And when I say peasant, 
I'm not talking about how much money you have. I'm talking about the state of your mind. Like some people have money, but they're very poor mentally. Some people don't have any money, but they're very wealthy mentally. Come on, dude. It is 50. It is 50 right now. And we're going 40. Am I the mean person now? But uh, the comments just were so rude and mean and nasty. And just like this guy, here he is. He's bringing business to Portland. Wow, this person uh, should not be on the road. This is crazy. This is crazy. We're not going to be following this person. I'll tell you that much right now. Wow, this thing's got some balls on it. Um, just very, very nasty. So, like, I have to, like, I've tried my, I'm trying my, I'm trying, I want to say my best. I'm trying recently to not engage people. You know what I mean? Because it's a lesson I teach you guys is don't give the haters, don't give them any record. That's all they want. And it's always the same people. It's always no profile picture. It's like a cartoon or something that's not funny. Just not a just not funny picture. That's they're trying to be funny. You know, like Donald Trump looking all disheveled or like some old cartoon character with some gay caption. And uh, uh, I just uh, I, it's it's very unfortunate. Uh, it's very unfortunate that people are so just I mean if you're a positive person you're 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 a one percenter it's you know and I've talked about this with you guys many times it's so easy to be great now it's so easy to stand out now because everybody let's just face it everybody sucks most people suck they're working jobs they hate which, you know, they're, they're working jobs that they hate. Like, for, so take my dad. He works a job. My dad does not like being a CEO at 62 years old, corrections officer. Moreover, he's a drill instructor. So, we, I mean, he literally has to work out all day long, which is great. That's, that's great for him. But it's the prison environment is really obviously very rough. But he's positive. Um takes very good care of himself you know they put themselves in a pretty good position financially um you know just they don't have any debt which puts them in the upper echelon you know my parents don't you know we we don't come from money my parents aren't wealthy by any means but they don't have debt they've got really good credit Um, my dad takes very good care of himself my mom takes very good care of herself they're very positive they're very loving my dad's probably the strongest christian man that i know um and it's like there, and then you have people that work jobs that they hate. He works with COs that are alcoholics, and they're negative, and they're mean, and they're nasty. And it's just, it's so easy now to be an exceptional person because everybody is so unexceptional. And I say this phrase a lot. This is going to sound egotistical, but but it, it, it just does. I, you know, when I walk into a store or a restaurant or so, I just or anywhere, I know I stand out a little bit because not because of my appearance or what I drive or 
I mean, I'm sure that helps to some degree, but because I'm very friendly to people. I've been talking about this a lot because people are just so nasty. I can't remember where I was yesterday. I was checking out at a restaurant or a, a, a store. You know, yesterday I went to the gun shop and then I went to go get dog food. You know, Bane has these raw patties, venison patties we get for him. Um, I went to the cigar shop, got some sticks. Um, I can't remember which place I was at, but the cashier, was she was just so gruff with me. And it's like, you know what? You put yourself in this situation. You, you're here because of you. Nobody else did this to you. We live in a victim, like all of these. And now, listen, I think that the cards are, the deck is definitely stacked against the average person now. Government, laws, regulations, taxes, politics. It's all very anti-middle class. And it's, it's, it's just, you know, here, these two guys in front of me, these two black guys, they've got heavy accents. I'm not being a racist. Okay, just an observation. You know, I talk about how they've been importing immigrants to this country. So I'm out in the sticks in Wyndham. Very unusual to see two guys that I think were Sudanese. They both had Gucci flip flops on. One of them had a Gucci man purse, and they paid for a phone charger in their breakfast with an EBT card. While my dad has to go get human feces and spit on his hands and thrown at it, has to wear these these helmets to protect themselves from getting spit and shit thrown on him in prison, has lived here his whole life, worked hard his whole life, had a job since he was 16 years old. He's not on any government assistance, so why are these two guys from Sudan in front of me paying with if you're struggling take advantage of the programs for sure but why do you have Gucci flip flops and a Gucci man purse and they had designers I think Versace sunglasses one of them did and you're paying with an EBT card you're using my money that's my money mine I have no problem giving to the poor but poor people don't wear Gucci flip flops there's literally a song about having sex in Gucci flip-flops. What's, how does any of this make sense? You guys got to be as frustrated as me, right? That's got to bother you, right? And there's nothing wrong with it bothering you. And what they're going to tell you if it bothers you is that you're a racist or you don't care about poor people or blah, 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 blah. Well, I guess I am a racist who doesn't care about poor people because I don't think that two guys from Sudan should have an EBT card if they can afford Gucci flip-flops and designer purses. Why are you even here? Just to bleach off the system? I'd love to know what they do for work. What do you do for work? We need more construction workers. We need more plum. We need, we need more uh, sanitation workers. You guys working and so like I want to know what you're doing. But something tells me by the fact that you're in designer pajamas at nine o'clock on a Saturday morning. I don't think you have a job. You're just here living off of living off of the rest of us. And while the the average American can't afford to exist anymore because we're we're taking we're babysitting 
immigrants, from third world migrants, refugees, whatever you want to call them, from third world countries who come over here to take advantage of the social programs. Massachusetts, they're, they're letting immigrants get driver's license before, before natural citizens. And then they're telling these citizens that they need to open up rooms in their house to take these people in. What? <laughs> that lady that got up there and said that, I'd love to just... Just take, like, two fingers right to her Adam's apple. You know what I'm saying? Wham! What about the rooms in your house? And you'll see it. I saw a great video the other day. These people are all going around with their stupid signs. The same type of these little skinny white guys and these fat liberal women with their signs parading around. Refugees welcome. Ref and this guy goes around. He's got this big official clipboard. He goes up to these people and he's like, oh, so you want to, what's your stance here today? We need open borders. We need, these people are suffering and we need to let them in and blah, 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 blah. Okay, awesome, great. Hey, I've got this sign up here. Um, you got any room for it in your house? We're going to go ahead and put a couple of these refugees in there in your house since since your open border, open policy. We, so I'm, I'm sure you wouldn't mind signing up to take one of these people into your home. And what do you think every person said? Uh... Uh, I can't right now. I well, I don't really have the space. We don't have the space. That's the disease of liberalism. Somebody else will handle it. Somebody else is going to pay for my humanitarianism. There it is. Boom. That's liberalism. Somebody else should pay for my humanitarianism. Somebody else. I'm just here to spread the word. I'm doing my part. These, All these people should be sent to a fucking island. And just, you know what? You guys all figure it out. I'm totally cool with splitting the U.S. in half geographically. Or just putting everybody that wants to be like that. Okay, how about, dude, I've, I've talked about it before. I'm not going to I'm not gonna keep beating this dead horse. Imagine what that place would look like, like after just six months. No skills. These people have no skills. They have no brains. They have no. They have no ability to create. There would be a dumpster fire. I saw this great meme yesterday. It was the alien from like Alien versus Predator. It was an. It was the alien looking at uh, what's that actress's? Uh, some white actress's face. Some lady standing there, and the aliens getting real close to her face, and the lady's like terror, like in terror, like tears streaming down her face and it said would white liberal women meet a refugee in person for the first time? I know I've been talking about the refugee immigration thing for a long time, but uh, and then you turn on the Republican debate, which I didn't turn on because I hate Republicans as much as I hate Democrats. Um, I hate them all. And you got two Indians arguing about how much money we should send to Israel. That's the state of American politics. We've got two Indians arguing about how much money we should send to Israel. One of them's a woman. God. And that's to bring it full circle. 
That's why sometimes I empathize with how negative and nasty these people are online. Because how can you not be angry and negative? But they're the type of unproductive angry and negative. You know, there's two types of angry, I think, when it comes to the issues we're facing as a country. There's the their type, which is, well, I can't be happy, so I'm going to drag everybody else down with me. The other type, which is my type and many of you, is I'm very upset about this situation and we need to fix it. And fixing it is going to take like, okay, so I want I want you all to listen to me very carefully. Here we are going 32 and a 45 again. I'm sure it's some migrant who just got a driver's license in front of somebody's daughter. Some dad that paid probably $500,000 in taxes over his lifetime can't get his daughter a driver's license. Come on, man. Dude, oh my goodness gracious. The devil is really castrated. Oh boy. Um, what was I even going to say? Oh. If you want to say the stuff that I say, I'm just letting you know right now, uh, it's going to get very uncomfortable for you. People are going to call you names. You're going to be called a racist. You're going to be called a bigot. You're going to be called a misogynist. You're going to get attacked. People are going to spread lies about you. I've had a lot of people tell me, Mike, I want to start a podcast like you. Mike, I want to blah, 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 blah. Mike, I wish I could say the things you say. Do you? (laughs) Do you? (laughs) There's a cost. There's a price associated with speaking the truth. There's a price associated with that. But we don't need more average people. We need all of you listening to me to make a resolution to be exceptional. What's going to change the tide, if it's even able to be changed at this point, I still have a a small glimmer of hope, is people that are willing to make sacrifices in terms of their comfort. Again, what's, what's my principle on this? Improve yourself, improve your family unit, and then improve your community in that order. The formula for change is make yourself the best version of yourself. Make your family the best version of itself and themselves. And then focus on your direct community. Not the world, not even the country, not even your state. I'm talking about your direct circle of influence. At the very crux... at. The reason why I have this podcast, the reason why I spend hours making content, filming reels, filming full-length YouTube videos for you guys, is not because I just like to hear the sound of my own voice, although I do think I've got some very good ideas. (laughs) It's because I believe that if I just keep preaching and preaching and preaching and preaching, and preaching the truth that I'm going to be able to change enough people and get enough people to think the right way to the point where I can change, help, facilitate change on a grander scale. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's what it is. 
Like, I truly believe that. All right, first time backing in to a parking spot at Foley's. Nope, that ain't going to work. I can't fit in here. <laughs> Wee, all right. That's a little bit different than parking a Maserati. Boy, I tell you what, you're just knocked the Yo, pussy I'm rate. Bro, I just got this yesterday. I just traded in the car yesterday. I got I just tried to park it back there and I can't fit. I'm like, I'm not used to this thing yet. I'm like, I'm a I'm an environmentalist worst nightmare. You're the best I, thing. You got the Subaru, bro. No, this is, this is, I, I, I adapt. That's a great car. I, it's also I adapt to the lesbian pussy. Dude, <laughs> 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 tell what you guys can hear what that kid just said. Maybe you can. <laughs> we had this guy. Uh, I didn't mean to shout and, and uh, something explicit earlier uh, just now, but we had this guy. We we're me and this kid that I was just talking to right there. We're talking uh, at the protein bar, and. Uh, He's like, what did this dude say? This dude was like, hold on, I've, I've got to concentrate here, dude. This is no joke. This is no joke. Parking this big old beast. Hold on, I don't want to smash anybody's car. Oh, hey, guys, bad news. Uh, I wrecked my car already. Um, okay, we did it. Um, we had this guy, we're at the protein bar the other day, and... Uh, Yo, this boomer age guy comes up to us and he's like, boy, I tell you, that sled in there. You you guys been using that sled? I tell you, boy, that'll knock the pussy right out of you. And we're both like, this, this dude just screamed it. Just screamed it. Uh, in, the, in the protein bar, it just walked out. So every time we see each other, we're like, oh, that's, oh that workout knocked the pussy right out of me. So... Uh, anyways, all right, change yourself, change your family, change your community, all right? Don't be soft. Stop letting migrants take your jobs. And, uh, oh, that's it. I love you. Goodbye.